came out bussin', came out puffin', came out fuckin' on your cousin. I do all these fluzes, worser than they daddy, but you love her, you in trouble. I'm the sunny, I'm gon' bob her to a satin. That's your busy, it ain't shit. I went shopping, left it running, check my honey's, check my shit record. Is shit record? Is shit record? I think it's recording. Wow. That's yeah, what you no, look like, huh? Yeah, that is. Wow, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> What's up? Um Hey everybody, this is another episode of Possessions. Like we're actually looking at one another while we're recording right now, so it's a little bit different than how it usually is. Usually we just have to get by um on one another's voices. I almost said get off on one another's voices, but that's not the uh rhetoric that I was trying to spread right now. That was an accident. So welcome back. Um this episode is going to be a little bit different because majority of it i want to say at least 80 85 percent of it that's a rough percentage is going to be album reviews because both kanye west and drake have dropped new music uh so before we actually start doing that i would like to propose something to reggie live he, he's free to reject it or say nah i ain't fucking with that but i would like to call this segment um whenever someone drops new music and we go through and give like a review um first impressions on spit sessions because the way that i approached it was listening to it for the first time and each individual track the first thing that came to mind i wrote it down as a note so how would you feel about that yeah so this is you're you're saying when something drops we're going to do this because i don't yeah i don't keep up with uh, album stuff this is like i can't even remember the last time i was in the loop like this yeah no it's different yeah uh yeah i would like to do that you know uh, for how do i look by the way because because on my screen you look like a a pixelated mess i look like a pixelated mess you look a little fuzzy but you still look i can still you i can tell you look good everything's fine i'm just wondering how it's gonna turn out uh it's so just (laughs) yeah no i really don't trust it but we'll we'll see what goes on um and if this doesn't work we can definitely try like fucking shit i don't know discord or something i'm not sure how many different ways of recording one another we have virtually but it is what it is it's okay i can i can see you that's all that matters you got a whole green screen what's up with your setup you crazy uh yeah it was a gift it was a gift yeah it's, right now? it's pretty neat it's like a no like uh my my thing on streaming is uh i think streaming uh, can be super fun, but I like I don't want to stream to try to get people mm-hmm. to watch my stream. Like I would stream because there's like a necessity for me to do it, right? Like exactly. there's a demand, even if it's like you know twenty people. It's like I don't want to okay. stream and be like I got I'm gonna make it as a streamer one day. It's like yeah, people you want to hang out with wanna... me, uh-huh. right? Like, uh, you don't necessarily want to have to rely on it to pay your bills. You just want to do it because people enjoy it or something well no i mean i just i think some people have a desire to like stream a game and that's the fun thing for them and that i think if you're doing it with that angle you're offering it i think your your approach has to be different i would stream if people were like we really want to like kick it with you and play a game or you know hang out with you while you record a thing you know so i would stream that if people wanted that but nobody does with good reason at this point in time Right. So it could happen one day, but I don't want to stream this stream. This, mm-hmm. um, it's neat. It's like a, 
it's like a bar that goes in the ground and then you just pull it up and then the, the green comes up. The screen comes out and then you just clip it at the top and it stays in place. You're on the right track, but you don't have to clip this one. Cause yeah, okay. I think they have these at like something similar at certain schools, right? For like projector stuff. Projector yeah, screen. I think so. Yeah. I've seen yeah. those before. All right. That's what's up. All right. All right. Cool. So we are going to, mm. So the way we're going to do this is we're going to touch on a few things beforehand and then jump right into the reviews if you're down with that. Um, did you have some stuff that wasn't related to the albums that you wanted to bring up? Because I, I think I had like a few. Uh, yeah. I. Uh, well, do you want to talk about any of your personal developments? Yeah, uh, I almost died at the Lyrical Lemonade uh, Festival. Oh, you went to that, huh? Yeah, my brother um, had some VIB. Uh, wristband so he invited me invited me i ended up going and stuff uh but due to i guess covid complications a lot of people are still trying to do events but they don't have enough staff so they aren't safe um oh is that where they rushed the thing was that lyrical it was i was in that crowd of people that rushed the thing Okay, tell the story. I didn't. I, I just put it together. So tell the story. Probably. Okay. All right. So. All right. So um, we're in the show. We go, and what ended up happening was, we went from place stage to stage, essentially. Uh, Baby Keem was performing, popped over there for a little bit, and then City Girls came on, popped over there for a little bit to catch the end of. Ski Master Slump God, then the City Girls came on, and then while they were performing, I think Gunna came out, and it was like, hey, let's go to the Lil Baby concert, so that, um, you know, we'll be there early for when he comes out, we won't have to fight for his face. So we left Gunna, went over to the Lil Baby concert. Mind you, this is after storm warnings had come through, and they told everyone to evacuate the concert, and then they let everyone back in. So apparently what ended up happening was a lot of security staff did not come back to their post. Now, while we're sitting there paying attention to you, the ski master slump god, gonna whoever the fuck it was, I can't remember. People are just rowdy, jumping the gates, getting in where the press is supposed to be exclusively, jumping through gates, through holes, and security's not really doing that much about it because they can't do that much about it because there's not that many of them. So fuck it. Fast forward, we go over to the little baby stage, whatever chilling he hasn't even come out yet and the crowd is getting thicker it's getting hotter it's already sticky humid whatever else and we're noticing that people are getting more and more aggressive uh i'm with my brother and i'm like dude what the fuck is going on and he was like i don't know man this shit is blowing me and then only he and i went so there's not even a large amount of us we tried our best to stay together and the crowd just kept getting more and more rambunctious. So we're getting bumped from behind. And the next thing I know, we're packed in there like Vienna sausages. I would say sardines, but I don't think sardines are packed tightly enough in the can to represent the image that I'm trying to share right now. I think sardines so, are packed tighter, but I'll, I'll let they're you. packed tighter? Possibly. I don't fuck with <laughs> I think sardines so. like that. So I, I, I'll, I'll you take put a, word for it. If you put a cylinder on a cylinder. Yeah. Because they standing the, up, you know, Vienna sausage is like standing up, like shoulder to shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I get what only, you mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's only a. And little you weren't laying on top of each other. No, we were not like laying down in oil. Yeah, so that's what happened. So, um, no, so fuck it, it's getting worse, and we're like, dude, what the fuck is going on? And then all of a sudden, little baby comes out, and that's when there's a huge push from behind us. 
Now, at this point, he ended up getting caught up in a current of people that were pushing towards the front. And I ended up saying, fuck that, because it was already hot. I could not breathe. And there was no security around. Fights that started erupting in the crowd already. And we just start pushing towards the back. I'm like, fuck it. I got to get out. I got to get out. On my way out, I'm helping people get up because there are people still pushing towards the front. And people start panicking. There's a lady to the right of me hyperventilating. Someone started having a seizure, apparently. Someone's crying. People are like dropping left and right. I'm like, yo, somebody's going to get trampled on. Somebody's going to get hurt. And in my mind, I started panicking a little bit. And I'm like, yo, I might die. Whatever. Keep going. Keep going. I can't even see where I'm going because we're all packed in so tightly. Almost fell a few times. And what ended up happening was I think I thought I was headed towards an exit. But next thing I know, I was at a gate. I get to the gate. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? At this point, you know, people are dropping and I say, fuck it. And I grab onto the gate. Still can't breathe. No oxygen whatsoever. Just carbon dioxide and body heat. So I get to the gate and I'm like, fuck. Lady to my right is about to pass out. People are like, it's getting bad. And I'm like, yo, everybody grab the gate. We all grab the gate. And then I'm like, uh, and then, of course, people are trying to get out of the crowd. So there are certain individuals who climbed over. I'm holding on to it. I'm like, hey, just hold on. Just hold on. We need help. We need help. Next thing I know, there's a huge surge of people from behind me. And boom, the gate is down. The staff on the inside, which I think were the bartenders, were trying to stop it from falling down. And I think they had the impression that people were trying to get in to steal money or drinks or whatever else. But that genuinely was not the case. People thought they were going to die. The gate comes down. I'm over it. At this point, people are up in arms, like trying to organize what's going on. The bartenders are putting up like barricades and whatnot. Like, hey, 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 whoa, 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 what's going on? What's going on? So I'm able to breathe now. I don't want people to just like flood the tent area. So I get up and I start helping people up and I'm trying to help the bartenders like reroute individuals to safety. The exit seems to be on my right. So I'm helping them point the crowd towards the right direction. Um, I still think they were under the impression that people were trying to steal and whatnot. So they were like, oh, no, we got to get the money. And they were like getting all the cash and shit and getting ready to like put it in the bag so that they could take the deposits wherever it needed to be. But, you know, that genuinely wasn't the case. People were like passed out on the ground, throwing up. Uh, I don't know if they had substances or not, but all in all, um, I was able to stay in the tent. People were really, really cool because I was helping them organize stuff, put stuff back up. And I just stayed in there for the rest of the concert. Whole time I wasn't able to really enjoy myself because I was a little bit traumatized. I had a little bit of PTSD because I didn't want to get back into the crowd after feeling like, no, you know what I'm saying? So, but I'm worried about my brother because I don't know where he is in the crowd. I don't know if he fell down and got pushed towards the front. He got pushed towards the front. I went towards the back and I couldn't, there was no stopping and redirecting because at that point it was so out of hand. Um, Stayed there. I'm texting them, texting them, not getting a response. I'm freaking the fuck out. I'm checking in on the people in the tent. I'm like, yo, where's security? Uh, Is there anything I can do? And they were like, "Uh, they're not responding. You know what? Honestly, your presence here is just enough. I appreciate you being here. And I'm like, you know what? It's all good. Like, I just want to make sure people are okay. Um, Apparently, some people in the crowd got stabbed because there were people on top of people. People panicked and some people had some shit on them. They start poking individuals. Um, One day I saw had brass knuckles for whatever reason. Um, it was, it was a real shit show. And I think it's just indicative of Chicago throwing these events and trying to not 
close things down and worrying more about the dollar signs than they are about people's safety. Uh, and even in a physical sense now, it's not just COVID and illness and whatnot. Cause of course I'm thinking like, while I'm packed in there with people, I'm like, damn, I'm getting breathed on. But also I'm like, bro, I might genuinely lose my life from being crushed or like trampled on. You know what I'm saying? So whatever, fast forward, my brother hits me back finally. Like, hey, where are you? I'm like, oh my God, he's okay. Cool. I'm like, I'm in the tent. He's like, all right, cool. I'm going to make my way back towards the car. He shared his location. We ended up meeting up at the vehicle, whatever else. And I'm like a little bit traumatized and I talked to him. Um, apparently he was doing the same thing as he got pushed towards the front. He was helping people up. He was making sure people weren't trampled, like, you know, keeping people from passing out and stuff. So we were doing the same thing. We were just doing it in different directions, but it genuinely makes me worry because after Lollapalooza, you know, that was like the butt cheek spreader event that, you know, spread illness and whatnot. And then this festival happened and it's clear that not only is it a damn near biohazard, um, but it's just not, oh shit, what up, Kitty? Uh, it's just not organized properly. And I looked on the Black Club website, and of course, there was an article talking about, you know, the, from the bartenders and whomever, who, how they don't feel safe, and this happened, and it was short staff, alcohol wasn't coming in quickly enough, and woo, 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 blah, 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 blah. But it was, it was in line with some of the stuff that we're talking about because we're going to be talking about music down the line, but that shit was just horrible some of the artists didn't even show up for obvious reasons so you know that happens it is what it is but dude i'm just not not fucking with the way things are going right now but what can you do when it comes down to it but it was bad what did you see about the event you just saw an article talking about uh, uh it, there was a video uh, going around where it showed people rushing the the beer tents yeah and it was like i was crazy and the barriers mm-hmm. were getting pushed down and yeah I was in the first line uh, of people that went over that gate. I, I was afraid that it would go viral. Somebody was thinking I was trying to like grab some shit, but there was really nowhere else to go because people panicked and just served. Because yeah, like I didn't keep up with it, but from what I read, it, nobody's really talking about your angle. It, it was portrayed as people went crazy, like people mm-hmm. were upset by the slow service and decided nope. to rush the tent. Nope. And then they have the bartenders and stuff quoted as like, you know, I thought I was going to get murdered. Yeah, you know, I I thought they were gonna take more than the money. I didn't care no. about it. so. Mm-hmm. I guess it's good that you're telling this side of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was trying to reassure the bartenders and let them know what was going on because I kept hearing the narratives being spread of, like we ain't even got no more drinks. Why were they rushing it? Like, yeah, the money's not even here. Like, wh- what were they trying to do? And I was like, listen, the crowd. There's no security. People are getting hurt in the crowd. People just wanted to breathe. They wanted to get to safety, and they thought that this is where it was. It's not. People ain't criminals. Like, niggas just want to live. But at that point, I wasn't even supposed to be in there because they did let me, like, stay just to make sure everything was, like, set up and just help redirect people and make sure the crowd was okay and whatever else. So I didn't want to ruffle any feathers because technically I wasn't supposed to be in there. Um, But it was upsetting to see that the whole situation wasn't handled the way that it was supposed to be. Um, But I don't know. I don't know. It just paints an image for the rest of the festivals and stuff that are supposed to happen this summer and fall for me. I'm like, is this going to be a good thing or is this, I don't know. I really just don't know, but that's what happened from my perspective. Uh, the other thing I had down is while we're talking about music, this is my first time hearing a Kendrick Lamar rap in about five years or so. Um, so Shit, I didn't uh, hear about that one. So actually, somebody just messaged me uh, saying that they wanted to do uh, one of the dancers. I know they're like, oh, we got to do 
an emergency video tomorrow because all this music dropped. We got mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. Kanye, yeah. Kendrick, and I, I, yeah, I miss Kendrick. Kendrick. Yeah, the Kendrick one is pretty good. You should check that out. The name of the song is Family Ties. It's Baby King featuring. That's just one Kendrick song. Lamar. It's just one song right now. So it's no album. I'm waiting for the album. But I know that uh, right now is a transitional time for a lot of people, it seems like. There's a bunch of motherfuckers leaving jobs that they've been at for years. There's a bunch of motherfuckers, you know, learning new skills and just maneuvering in different directions. But Kendrick Lamar announced that this is going to be his last album with TDE. Um, so I'm excited to see what it is that he drops. And the verse itself on on Family Ties was pretty good. It was pretty cool. I mean, maybe I'm just a fiend and I ain't heard from him in, in a minute. So I'm, I'm willing to accept anything at this point. But honestly, it wasn't bad. Genuinely, it was not bad. Uh, he, of course, he was like spitting bars about like mm, super duper Africa shit a little bit. I didn't understand some of the references. I had to do a little bit of research to get it. But he was in rare form. He was in his element. And I'm excited to see what he actually drops. Um, I have here written down Dale Cor- Daryl Curry is getting a divorce. I don't really care about that that much. It's just funny to Who see. Is that? Dale Curry is Steph Curry's dad. He's been married for about 20, 30 years. Apparently. Why is that news? That's, I don't know. It was just brought to my attention. And it fell in line with the fact that people are doing like transitional things and moving from situations they've been on. I guess marriage is one of those things. People have been getting divorces for years, though. So it's nothing. Yeah, it, it could be coincidence. Yeah, no. Like, now the world's changing. I'm, I'm out of here. Oh. I'm out of here. Yeah, the marriage. Hey, maybe maybe uh, it did give them perspective. Maybe uh, it was a loveless marriage, and they said, you know what, life's too short. People are are dying mm-hmm. from COVID. There's mm-hmm. a pandemic, and uh, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, good for them, I guess. If it's amicable, I hope everybody's okay. Uh, he an old ass nigga though, and I think when it was brought to my attention, <sighs> you know, the Street Fighter. Okay, so summarizing it, someone was like, dude, you've been married for like 20, 30 years. You do not want to be out here. You know? He was like, it's not. It's different. The game has changed. If you got something good, stay at home. It's different. And then they end the summarization by saying, go home and be a family man. And they put the, the picture of the Street Fighter um, image of Guile just be beating the shit out of Chun-Li and just be like, go home and be a family man. So I, I thought that was humorous. Um, I think they're right. I think it's a little different when you're Mm-hmm. have whatever modicum of uh fame and money exactly you got different things to worry about if you're trying to get into the dating scene i'm assuming so you yeah, old ass man 60 year olds you you're like hey they're in for it but you know steph curry's dad 60 is a little different that's completely different he's going to be smashing instagram models and his penis is going to be he's going to have sex with scotty pippen's wife everybody doing that Ain't they? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm afraid to touch a basketball right now because I'm like, I'm like, what's she? I'll be hearing bushes rustle and shit. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh no, I'm like, oh, where's she at? What's going on? Future, like niggas, like a, a fraction of my age, it's just, it's just happening. Shouts out to her to giving back to the community, though. I ain't never seen, you know, an Assyrian person do it the way that she does it. But salute, Larsa. Thank you for your service. It's all good. But um, that was pretty much it. As far as that goes, did you have any uh, non-album review stuff that you want to talk about before we do this? Uh, yeah, so I got uh, some tickets that annoyed mm-hmm. me. Uh, I think I've mentioned it before, but they, uh, you know, if I want to go anywhere, I take 63rd Street to the expressway. 
Yeah. And on that strip right before the expressway, they, they have the speed cameras that will take your picture if you're going yeah. above, above the speed limit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been in the news that they recently changed it to where it used to be if you get it going 11 miles over, mm-hmm. and now it's six. And um, I like I put the car in cruise control when I go by because it's like they have it all the way to like 25 miles an hour. Yeah. And it's like right before you get to the expressway when you start doing what, 60? Right. So people are genuine, generally just speeding through there. But um, it said that uh, with this uh, change in the, the speed parameters, they, um, they issued more than a million tickets in four months. Jesus Christ, really? Yeah, the city's starved for money. The money makers are on the south side. Yeah, the city is so, really starved for money right now. They're doing anything that they can to jam niggas up. It's rough. So I think it's a, like a forty dollar ticket. Mm-hmm. So, so isn't that like forty million dollars in four months? That's yes, that's forty million dollars right there. Yeah. And I mean that's just in the, the four months. So I mean yeah, I got like. Cause, um, like I said, I put the cruise on, and then I didn't. I don't notice myself getting flashed, and then it's like it turns out I got like four of them, and I'm just yeah, uh, that's upset. rough. You know what's funny is like I don't even think forty million will put a dent in the debt that the city has right now. COVID really fucked. Them I don't up. know. I don't know like what's real and what's not. Like, right. I mean, I agree with you as far as the, the obviously the city did lose a lot of money because of COVID, but like. Is this city ever gonna say? Is any city gonna be like, oh, we got a bunch of money? Like, right. I think they're always gonna cry broke. They're always gonna do weird shit and move money around and spend money in weird ways, and it's always gonna be obnoxious. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think uh, also with the festivals and shit that's going on, I saw so many people like illegally parked, just getting tickets, like rows of cars. I should have taken the video so that I could show you. Um, yeah, people fucking around, and they found it out right now, but the city is also on bullshit, so there's that. Okay, did, uh, I, I don't think I addressed it on the last podcast. Uh, did, did, I, did I talk about how I, I can't get a driver's license? I don't think you did. <clears throat> so, my driver's license expired on my birthday. They, uh, because of COVID, they extended it to, I think, July 1st? Mm-hmm. Or August first for anybody who had an expired uh, what you call it, and then I went, and uh, it it sucks. Like you know, everybody complains about the DMV, but the line since you can have people inside, it's like the line just goes outside for blocks, and you're just standing right. outside for hours. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I did that, and then I got up there, and they're like, "Oh, you can't renew because you have an unpaid uh, ticket," and I'm like, "What is it?" And like you gotta call this number to find out, and I'm like, "What? This is yeah. stupid." Yeah, no, that so is kind of ridiculous. I waited in line for nothing. I call to find out, and nobody answers the phone, and it hangs up on you after uh, a certain amount of time. Yeah, and they probably say it's due to COVID complications. Like we don't have people right. that can answer phones. Sorry. So, like, right? No, well, it doesn't even say that. Like you're on hold, and then it just like only lets you be on hold for so long it just hangs up on you yeah. um and then uh you probably don't know this because you don't drive and i, I, I mean know. there's probably a lot of people don't know this right because i don't get a lot of tickets i've gotten like one speeding ticket and then i have whatever this ticket is because i literally don't know what it is or how much it is right um if you have an unpaid ticket like 
the kind of ticket that's associated with your license, like not the car, because like if you get one of these dumb camera tickets, it just goes by the license plate. This yeah. ticket is like my ticket. If you don't pay it within a certain amount of time, you can't look it up on like it doesn't show up on online. Mm. So like if you get a speeding ticket and two weeks later you're like, oh I gotta pay this, you go online, it shows up, you pay it, you can pay it, whatever. If you forget about it or something, six months later, it doesn't show up. Oh boy. Okay. So um luckily they extended it again until January first. But uh yeah, I can't renew my driver's license because I can't pay a ticket because I don't know what the ticket is or how much it costs. That's fucking ridiculous. So you just got to ride dirty in the meantime. That's rough. Well, no, I mean, I'm legal because they extended it. Like oh, anybody who has an expired license, you're technically okay. legal until okay, January 1st. Uh, but yeah, I had to go through that. And that, yeah, the stupid thing uh, reminded me. Uh, there's uh, the Texas abortion thing, but I don't, I don't think this is the episode for that. We can save mm-hmm. that. Yeah, no, um, I got some thoughts on that too. But yeah, I uh, I shot a commercial that I'm I don't think I like, but uh, that was uh, an experience. Okay. For a food product. Uh, Do you like the food product at least? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I, I got like, like five free bags of it that day, and I, I ate like two of them that night. Nice. I want some. Um, I don't even know what yeah. it is. I just said that I want some, but yeah, cool. Nah, we're talking it's about a, it's a meat chip. It's a chip made out of meat. Um, what, so it's what, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what meat? <laughs> Which meat in question? It's uh, plenty of meats. It's uh, it's <laughs> they, it's they beef jerky meats. that is more dry than regular beef jerky, and it's a chip. So it becomes like. So it's like a thin sliced beef jerky that has less moisture in it, and it's more chip like. How how salty is it? Not very. Okay, all right, I would try. They it. have the meats. They have a uh, Szechuan peppercorn teriyaki. Uh, that's all. That's one you... flavor. No, that's two, and they got. I was like, for the love of God, that's a lot going on. But yeah. But yeah, it was just they were like. A lot of people are under the impression that like you can shoot a thing in like an hour, and that's mm-hmm. just like impossible. Mm-hmm. People hit me up a lot, like, "Oh, uh, let's do this uh, photo shoot. It only takes like twenty minutes." I'm like, "This, I know, I know why you think that, but it's not, it's not how that works." Right. Um, no, that's completely different. So we were kind of trying to split the difference because I mean, the commercial itself mm-hmm. is like thirty seconds long, mm-hmm. but I mean, that can take four hours to shoot, and then yeah. I think. We took like two hours, so I was ru- kind of rushed, and I didn't get to take my time to do things I wanted. But yeah, I guess I get to do that. I got you. Yeah, that's right. That's shitty. I hate that for you. But I would like to try these meat chips. They got the meat. Can we talk about how we got the meats? Is Arby's phrase for the restaurants? We got the meats. Arby's. We got the meats. They got the yeah, meats. Yeah, they got a black dude saying it. And they got a, a sandwich called Meat Mountain. I feel like that's something we've probably discussed, like either on or off the mic, but it exists. Uh, how new is the Meat Mountain? Meat Mountain is is a big is a big Meat Mountain. It's like chicken. No, but how new? It? I don't. How I new? Didn't hear oh, about no, this. it's been out for like some years. It's been some years. Meat Mountain, Meat Mountain, been around for a while. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's right around when they was like, we got the meats. They just start throwing the meats at everybody, and Meat Mountain. I would say you should them. challenge yourself to eat the Meat Mountain, but you're a, a, a large man. I, mm-hmm. It wouldn't be a challenge. 
Nah, probably not. You got chicken tenders, like chicken pieces, roast beef, maybe turkey. Like, there's like a bunch of shit on there. Like a burger patty, maybe. I don't know. But it's it's something. Uh, I don't know if it's for me necessarily. Uh, so, question. Wait, you didn't have anything else, did you? No, nah, yeah, that's it. All right. So, which did you do like I did and do like track for track for the Kanye album and the Bruce? For Kanye, album? yes. For Drake, no. Likewise, likewise. So yeah, we can hit Drake first, and okay. then once we hit the Kanye one, we can go track for track and just alternate, like alternate. So when we do the track for track, okay. you can go first on track one, and then I'll go second for track one. Then I'll go first for track two. <clears throat> then you go. You know what I'm saying? So let's try it like that. Hopefully we keep it organized. So for Drake, I have notes. I have notes. Um, you can hear the paper. That's paper right there. So, boom. The first thing that I wrote down, um, the first track uh, was a favorite. One of the reasons why is because the beat sounded super, super similar to the one that Masego did a song on. If, if you know, you know. Uh, I forgot what the name of the song was, but whoever produced that shit, Drake clearly took it and like maybe sampled it and then uh, looped the I love you, I love you part and kept going. But the brief summarization I have for the whole album is Southern influence from the features down to the beats down to like the bars that he has it, you know, cause he's got, I think he has like future, um 21 savage uh travis scott um shit i, th- I think my florida counts because rick ross is on there of course lil wayne is on there for better or worse uh it, it there's a lot of houston and whatever else like influence in the album and i was like okay cool he's trying to make something you know that people fuck with uh unfortunately it's the same rhetoric uh quote hate no friends a little bit of with a garnish of strip club music and i got money now that's that's what it was it's like nigga was hating i had to eat a burger in the alley now i'm eating mm-hmm. alleys and you know what i'm saying it's like it's like, <laughs> it's like it's like niggas be friends and then they not they hating on me because i'm hot like it's the same thing it's like he's worked himself into this divot of Hey, I'm a victim. Niggas is hating on me for no reason. I was thinking to myself, like, maybe you some sort of asshole. Like, when you're not rapping, I don't know. Like, why why are people acting this way? Ain't no friends in the industry. Like, that's one of his main things that he tries to drive home on a regular basis. Um, if you want to jump in at any point, too, like, feel free to do so. I'm not going to do the whole thing. Are you, um, there's, there's something you missed by not being on Twitter. Are you, are you ready to feel really old? What? What happened? <clears throat> um, a bunch of people didn't know who Project Pat was. And Dude, like, who the fuck is this? And why is he on this album? That's crazy. That's crazy. Because I heard Project and Pat. I, I, I got excited. Well, so I, I was like, really? Because like, I mean, I get it to, to whatever extent. And I didn't realize that Getty Green came out in 1999. 99? 99. Yeah, I, was, I was 10 years old when that dropped. It's fucking Project Pata, Rimsicar, Reflicar. And it's interesting. I feel like, uh, do people not know that that's Juicy J's brother? Because I, I would imagine exactly. that these people know who Juicy J is. 
Exactly. They know who Juicy J is, I would assume. And 3-6 Mafia to some extent. So Project Pat, I'm th- Project Pat was one of the premier niggas in that in that group. I think he was in 3-6 Mafia, right? Or was he like a featuring type case? He he wasn't in it, I don't think. He wasn't in it. No. They just had him on tracks. Hey, that nigga was raw as hell, man. Y'all not going to disrespect Project Pat. Blunt to my lips. Gun on my hip. <laughs> like, shit goes stupid. I do um, feel old now, though. My, we're, we're definitely on the same page. Uh, I'll jump in because mine is short and sweet and you can continue to elaborate if necessary. But basically, it is uh, a Drake album. Yeah. And uh, if you like Drake a lot, it is more of what you like, presumably. And if yes. you don't like Drake, it will not change your mind. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I, the highs aren't too high. The lows aren't too low. Yeah. I think the first track stood out to me. I think the Lil Wayne track stood out to me. I mean, I gave it kind of like a quick one and a half over, uh, once over, one and a half over. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not a huge Drake person. I, like, I accept that he, as far as mainstream people go, like, I mean, he's solid. I think Mm -hmm. he's, um, you know, deserving of the the success he has in music. Mm -hmm. It it makes sense to me, uh, but it's not, I don't, I'm not putting his music on regularly. Yeah, no, likewise, likewise. Uh, I actually wrote down, I think we're on the same page as well. Because I wrote down first track uh, as a favorite. Um, after that track, the song, uh, the second track, I can't remember the name of that. I think it was like Poppy's Home or some shit like that. It was pretty good. And then Way Too Sexy featuring Future. And also, um, yeah, You Only Live Twice with Rick Ross and Lil Wayne. Uh, I want to mention that I was waiting for Rick Ross to make a food reference. He, I thought it wasn't going to happen. He waited until the last possible second to mention fried rice. I was like, oh, there it goes. If um, I were him, I would have um, <clears throat> held on. I would have refer- continued to reference pears. That would have become yeah, like my pears. Thing. Pears, nigga. Shout out to all the pear. Yeah, I would have kept doing that as well. Um, one note that I have is too many damn tracks. Too many damn yeah. tracks. Uh, Especially in this day and age. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'll elaborate on that when we get to the Kanye thing, but I think, yeah. you know, you uh, Drake can get away with that to whatever extent because he's Drake, but like, it, I hope independent artists, like small people are not like, yeah, let me release my 30 track masterpiece. No, nobody's nah, going mm-hmm. to get through that, man. Don't do it. Mm-mm, don't do that. And then I also realized as I was listening to the album that um, I prefer, I have a penchant for that bullshit. And chaos so i guess i prefer drake when it's like some shenanigans afoot like there's you know like when he's not speaking vaguely like oh i'm in the industry ain't nobody a friend of me like instead he's directing his aggression at somebody but i realized that he hasn't been in beef mode since pusha t really i can't recall the last time he was on a track going back and forth with someone specifically so there's that um i put down that the slower songs were later in the album uh Oh, I guess the first impression that I have for You Only Live Twice was Boo Boo, because I wrote that down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, food reference, excuses, excuses. Yeah, nah. Yeah, Boo Boo. And then Lil Wayne, I put, I put comma Poo Poo, because he said something about putting some up somebody fallopian tube coochie. What was the line? What was the line? I think you sent it to me. He put co- cocaine in somebody's coochie like a fetus. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yep, yep. There you go. Yeah, hold on. I got to look for this. Totally. No, 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 no. I was going to read like a regular message that you sent me. That's not That's not what he said. Shove an eight ball up her pussy like a fetus for me, nigga. I got bitches doing lines. I'm Adidas to him, nigga. 
And I took that as a moment slash opportunity to speak on like how nostalgia is a motherfucker and it's time to let Lil Wayne bars go for the most part. It's not what it used to be. 2007, 8, 9, like it was the pinnacle of the rap career. Shouts out to him. I'm happy he's still going. I'm happy he's taking care of himself. But it's not something I'm looking forward to hearing or looking looking for in general at this point. Uh, next line is Kid Cudi hums. Yes. He he had a track with Kid Cudi. He let him. He just let him do his thing. Like, you know, make random sounds, make noises and stuff. And my last note is was broke. No, I'm not. I'm successful. Stop hating. So I think that's the overall vibe of the album because it happened several times. Yeah, so stop, all in all, stop hating. Stop hating. Stop hating on me. I'm Canadian. Stop hating. So I'm giving it a two out of five. The, uh, the <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. That seems harsh. I didn't know we were doing out of fives. I'll give it a three and a half, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. About it. Gotcha. I'm, I'm old and I don't listen to Drake, but I feel yeah. like if you like Drake, this is the album for you. Exactly. Exactly. So I think we're on the same page. It's not, it's better than his more recent stuff to me. Uh, I do have certain albums for reference of what a five out of five is to me. Uh, Cause I know niggas who get up in their feelings sometimes or just feel a certain way, like to ask that question, like, Oh, it's a two out of five. So what's a five? So, so you, you like real hip hop? You one of them niggas It's like, no, that's not what I'm saying. And I'll elaborate further after we finish the Kanye album, whenever you're ready to get into that one. Uh, Real quick, somebody, uh, this dude I was following back when I was trying to get a PS5, he said that uh, it's too much singing up on there. And I think maybe I agree with him. On the Kanye or a Drake album? I mean, both, but the, both, the yes. Drake album I, specifically, I, I think yeah. mm-hmm. uh, he, he could have rapped a little bit more. Agreed. He's not, yeah, no, there was way too much singing on both albums for me. Uh, I think the ones where niggas was actually rapping stood out a little bit more. At least Drake is a singing ass nigga, though. You see, so I can kind of understand that a little bit more. But for Kanye, I was like, bro, that's not what you do. What was going on? He put the auto tune on and just like spread his ass cheeks and went crazy. It was just like, I'm doing it. So yeah, no, it was some singity singing ass niggas. Um, yeah, fuck it. We can just jump into the Kanye one now. I'm already ready because this is yeah. the one where I, I put minute details down. So the way that we did these. Um, the way that I did these specifically is, like I said before, started playing stuff. First things that came to mind, they aren't long explanations, might be one word, might be one or two sentences. I just want you listeners to understand where we're coming from. Also, since I wrote these things down as I was listening, some of them I might not remember what was going through my head, but that's why it's called First Impressions on Spit Sessions. So We'll we'll elaborate as we go. So yeah, I'm gonna do the mine are one. very knee jerk. I might like some of these yeah. songs yeah. in a month. Yeah, probably exactly. not. But <laughs> exactly. And also, I listen to all of these albums, no skips, all the way through. So here we go. So Donda, first playthrough. So first track, Donda chant. The fuck, that's weird, dog. That's that's what I wrote down. Donda, uh, donda, yeah, I, I donda, have this donda, shit is donda, too long. Donda, 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 donda. And then, it felt so like Candyman. Yeah, go ahead. I didn't find out till like track four that that was his mom's name. Oh, really? I knew it, but that made it feel creepier to me. I was like, damn, I feel, I feel 
weird because like Candyman just dropped and it was just like I was like uh mm, like it just started feeling uncomfortable for me. So when I didn't know it was her name, I was like, this is just uh, something a crazy person would do, right? And it feels <laughs> self-indulgent and weird. And then I yeah. found out it was his mom's name, and I was like, this is something a crazy person would do. Uh, <laughs> I just think, I think there's a more, like the deliver, the length of the track, and then the Dumb. delivery and stuff, and the cadence. Yes. Like, yes. to me, that does not, that's not like a mm. an homage to a mother I just yeah. it was it's <clears throat> odd to me. It's like a ritual. It's like don da don da don da don. I was like when she started switching it up. That's when I was like, the fuck. I was like, what the fuck is this? So, yeah, no, that's what's up. Uh, yeah, no, that was it. That was it. It was only one word the whole track. So there we go. So track two, go ahead. Uh, I just put the fuck he talking about. And then Jay Z is here too. Yeah, it's yeah. um, uh, I I don't know if it's like a, a great Jay Z verse, but like he's there. If you like Jay Z, that's you get you get a taste of that. He exists. I don't know what he's talking about. Um, like mm. half of these songs, <clears throat> kind of. He's just saying exactly. things. Exactly. You're not wrong. Um, likewise, uh, track two, Jail wrote down. I'm fucking with it. Good to see them rapping together again. Oh, you're kinder how, than me, I guess. I was nice about it. I was nice about it. Um, I'll say cool. overall, the, the production right. on this album is mostly good. There's yeah. somewhere it just feels lazy and unfinished, but considering yes. that it's 27 tracks, I mean, I'd say at least half of them, like, they're solid beats and stuff. Yeah. Oh, agreed. Also, before I go further into the tracks i wrote an overall should i say the overall like first knee-jerk reaction that i wrote for the album until afterwards when i give it the review yeah i'm gonna just save it for them okay because i just i basically did mine accidentally but we'll wait uh what's your number three god breathed number three god breathed no nuh-uh less breathing on one another and that's it because we it's it's very ironic to have god breathe on the track like when we going through a, a pandemic revolving around people's respiratory system and that's the first thing that my mind went to and i just wrote down no nah, less breathing and that that was it so i wasn't really fucking with that uh i put what do you think god's breath smells like peppermints peppermints and maybe like manaka uh probably lavender or something like that i think Lavender Pineapple. inserts. Yeah. Mentos, the fresh maker. Uh, Possibly. Well, are you, are all these things happening at once? Yeah. I feel like it, because, okay, if you're, if you're going based on what those angels look like, those be not afraid as oh, angels. Oh, Jesus Christ. God's uh, breath might be like a sensory overload. Or like, yeah. you just get, like, you blasted just start back. Throwing up immediately. Your eyeballs <laughs> melt out of your skull. <laughs> that might be. <laughs> <laughs> that might be one of those things. Um, cool. All right, off the grid, you go. Um, I don't know what he's talking about. Production is decent. Yeah. Uh, these lyrics feel very lazy. Uh, yeah. Playboy Cardi is annoying, <clears throat> and I would prefer the Mario Judah version of Playboy Cardi. Wow, that's funny. Okay, so off the grid for me. Beat is nice. Lyrics poo poo. 
started off rough, but okay. Um, Cardi is cool. NY Drill beat and kid, 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 lid, 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 lid. That's what I wrote down. Is this a... Never mind. What? <laughs> what? No, uh, Fibio, Fibio, is he on that one? I think so. It had a New York drill. I thought UK he drill had the taken. best verse on there. Not, I don't know that that's saying yeah. much, but it, no, no, no. Yeah, no, it's saying it's saying something because he he did his thing on there. So, no, nah, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. Uh, Hurricane. That's, I think that's that's me. Yes, yeah, next. Um, one. Hurricane, little baby snapped, rippity rap. Uh, the weekend, meh. Kanye rapping like he's eating soup. Yeah, you know what, man? I'm like really done with the weekend, and I feel like he's on cruise mm-hmm. control so hard, but people yeah. seem to like him more than ever for some reason. Agreed. Um, the I, the soup reference is nice. What I thought of was uh, I got gold headphones. Yeah, no. <laughs> I said, that's what I thought of. <laughs> yeah, nah. Uh, no. Yeah, no. I think that hits the the hits it right on the head. Um. All right. Cool. You, praise God. What you got? Uh, I think Travis Scott stinks a little bit in general. Okay. I think, I I think Travis Scott. Uh, well, I don't know why he's so famous. Let me just throw that out there. But I think he's. Okay worked with a lot of dope people and like he doesn't super stink but like he kind of stinks man i don't know uh and then (laughs) kanye really said the devil my op can't pay me to stop it's lit and uh (laughs) and then who is baby keem i've never heard of him and he's just repeating shit and making noises yeah baby keem is the one uh who was on who Kendrick Lamar did the featuring track for. Listen to that track with Kendrick Lamar on it and it'll make way more sense. I think the Kanye factor fucked a lot of shit up because for praise God, I got rapping like Muppets, uh, still outside, <laughs> let's get right and the fuck is what I wrote down for um, praise God. So Jonah, this was quick. I wrote down, I zoned out. I'm not going back to listen to it again. Like this that whole song, guy, I blinked and it was over. I was like, nah. He's on nah, a lot of okay. stuff. I think he's on a few tracks, right? Vori. Who? Who? Who Sing was it. it on the track? I I, I went on uh, the lyrics thing and it said it was Vori the singing the hooks and stuff. I think mm-hmm. the chorus is like almost good, but I hate mm-hmm. it. Uh, and I think the auto tune on it is bad. Yeah. And uh, I put that I guess Kanye's verse was okay, but I don't. Right. I don't remember. Right. Exactly. Um, for okay, okay, what do you have? Uh, Yachty versus bad. The who verse? Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty was on that. Okay, perfect. Because for okay, okay, I wrote, "Who are these niggas?" There's no featuring. <laughs> there's no featuring. There's no featuring on any of the tracks. So every track oh, I heard that wasn't Kanye. Really on Spotify? Wait, hold on. Let me see. Um, right. You know Please. what? I might. I might have found that out through uh, the lyrics. Okay, got you. Yeah, I wrote down, who are these niggas? That's, I was like, who is this? What is happening? Right. On Spotify, there's no there's no featuring. It's this track, and it's a surprise to hear whoever it is that comes on. This is like, wait, what? The fuck is this? 
You looking for that? Uh, yeah, you're probably right. <clears throat> okay, I got you. Because I'm looking at wait. Yeah, looking, you are. You're 100 right. So yep. yeah, you got to go on a like rap genius or something. Exactly. I'm like, bro, what's happening? Uh, okay. So I think I start off junior then. So junior, I wrote down. Mm mm. Mm mm. He was he was doing that for the whole song, so I just wrote that down. I was like, mm mm. So that's why I got uh, that. I put this is a song crazy person made. Okay, got you. So for believe what I say, what do you have? Uh, a DJ is gonna play this the next time I'm out, and the the quote of the the song is free throat coat for the throat goats. Free throat coat for the throat goats. I'll fuck with that. For Believe What I Say, I wrote down, yes, favorite, and it reminds me of his rapping on Graduation. I think this was one of the first tracks that he was actually rapidly rapping on, instead of like auto-tune singing and stuff, so I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I think if I had to pick like a hit single off of here, it would probably be this. I feel like people are going to fuck with this the most, and that that's kind of like what I meant. It's like, I'm going to be out, and I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to hear the song. Exactly. Um, for 24, I'll put down back to church cool and i like the line uh we gonna be okay so it, it was a little bit uplifting and i think i'm not a church nigga but it it made me feel away and it made me feel good especially like towards the end and stuff so I, I ended up liking it as i listened to it um i uh for 24 i put i don't want to listen to this uh the church part is the best part yes uh, I just think his part was like I don't I don't know what's happening, and then at least you get some sort of vibe off of that portion of it. Yes, agreed. Um, remote control, what you got? Um, what the fuck is he talking about? Yep, this got you. I'll elaborate quickly. This song is uh, <clears throat> the verses are like two sentences, and mm. what is he talking about? Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I put down for remote control. Uh, singity singing. That whistle goes hard. And he's rapping. Someone is rapping like they're drowning. And then, yeah, Young Thug comes out and does most of the song. That was Young Thug. This is fun. Like, writing down my response to things and then figuring out who the fuck it was on the track after I write down my response to whoever it was. So I'm, I'm enjoying that, actually. Uh, cool. So, gotta flip the page. God damn. Uh, cool. So, Donna continued. Moon, this album is still going. What is happening? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, 10 to 14 songs is kind of the sweet spot album wise. And again, we're mm-hmm. like, we're kind of in a post album, uh, Mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it era um right. i put this feels corny it's also boring the song never really goes anywhere right like, the song stays one note it doesn't really pick up energy or progress yeah. in any way yeah yeah agreed uh heaven and hell what you got uh once the beat finally drops like more than halfway through the song uh i guess the beat is okay and that's about it gotcha i put down this nigga yelling grunts slash grunt yells it it, it sounded like he was like trying to eat 
multiple uncooked hot dogs at once. And it was like, ah! And I was like, mm. bro, what the fuck is happening right now? And it, you got a lot of without hot dogs chewing them, without chewing them, without chewing them, I would like to add, he was trying to consume them all at once. Um, for Donda, uh, this is a prayer. I ain't stupid. Because it sounded like he was saying some transgressions, like, be that may that kingdom come. I don't know what he was saying, but like the cadence of it and the lyrics, I was like, hey, this nigga praying right now. I, I ain't stupid. So that's how I felt. I think I like the idea of him having uh, like this little spoken word segment of his mother speaking mm-hmm. yeah. uh, with a beat over it, but it could have just been that. And then he's trying to turn it into a song and it, that doesn't make any sense and isn't good as a song. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, cool. So for Keep My Spirit Alive, what you got? Uh, I put I Fuck With Griselda and West Side Gun is super fun all the time. Um, this, I know that more people will like that other song we talked about, but this is my favorite song on it because I, I like yeah. West Side Gun. Coincidentally, I put down Yes. He's rapping again. Who is this rapping? Oop! And fuck is that? Soup? Because I think those were the sounds that he made. And because I couldn't figure out who it was rapping, I decided to call that person Ghostface Jr. Yeah, he has like a cartoonishly New York voice. Yes. And his ad-libs, he didn't even go that crazy with the ad-libs. I feel like Kanye told him to uh, chill out. But his ad-libs mm-hmm. are, are some of my favorite in the game right now. Really? What's his name? West Side Gun. West Side Gun. I'm going to listen to him because he definitely did remind me of like a young Ghostface or something like that. Um, for Jesus Lord, I put down the beat is poopy. Uh, I actually have like a voice note of me, of me, because I didn't want to forget like how that part went saying it so I could remember. Yeah, and that's how that went. So I wrote, I, I didn't know how to write that down and catch the cadence. So, Jesus, Lord. So I put that down. I put down that I got sad. Okay, cool. So this is a multiple layer one. I wrote, I dissected this one a lot more than I have any other track on the album. So I put down the beat is poopy. Jesus, Lord. Then I got sad once I heard the lyrics and he was talking about how he lost his mother. Um, And then I said, it's super censored. That's the first time I realized that there's no curse words on the album whatsoever. Um, And then after... Mm-hmm. After that, I'll put down, I just realized that he might have had a similar transitional moment um, to me due to the lyrics, comma, experiencing loss. And then I was like, damn. And after that, I was like, Larry Hoover Jr., Kanye let the GDs in the dough. Because I didn't expect for Larry Hoover's son to be speaking on the incarceration of his father. Uh, that was insane and it was saddening to hear how long you know 25 years is like a very very long time and stuff but he was just basically saying that larry hoover hasn't called any shots he's not really affiliated with gds anymore and there's no reason for him to be incarcerated anymore i was like damn so that one had me feel like an array of emotions yeah i just uh i wasn't sure it's hard because we've seen him do so much in the last couple of years and uh, I was struggling to like know how genuine this song was 
but I suppose we should give him the benefit of the doubt, uh, to be fair. Yeah. Um, I think, it, you know, depending on how you take it, it, it has a, a lot of uh, depth and meaning, you know, as long as it's genuine. Uh, mm-hmm. But if it's not, then, you know, this... Cut it out. It, it's... it's it, it could be, you know, the, what would you do if your son was at home? Part two. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Crying all alone on a bedroom floor because he's hungry. Yeah. No, exactly. It's like trying to, it's more painting a picture and trying to educate you than speaking from a personal point of view. And it comes across differently when you do that. Uh, Cool. So, new again. What you got? <clears throat> Uh, the intro is super fucking funny. The beginning of the song is great. Okay, gotcha. Uh, up and down this nigga tweaking and TikTok music. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, for uh, I actually have it pulled up. So really quick, go for it. He says, "If TikTok. I hit you with a WYD, you better not hit me with a HEY. Yes, be like hi with a bunch of eyes." Or yes. A with a bunch of Ys. Yes, yes, exactly. That's what he said. I was like, this nigga tweaking. TikTok. It's so stupid, but I, I like it. It was funny. It was funny. It was straight to the point. He was fucking around. Um, For Tell the Vision, I wrote down Decepticon Danger Music type beat. Uh, I put this beat is making me so mad. I think this is the one where he's just playing like three <laughs> notes on the piano over and over again, right? <laughs> I think so. I was like, what the fuck is this? It was very ominous. I felt like I should watch my back when the track came on. I was like, what the fuck going on? Um, hold on, hold on. I, let, let me... Let me uh, please, please do. Tell the vision. Let's make sure we're remembering this properly. Yeah. Oh, this is Pop Smoke. Get out of here. Mm. <laughs> That is. This is that, like Transformers. Decepticon danger music type beat. Yeah, that's exactly. And please, if you all can like go back if you want to and listen to these things and like, like you know, compare our words on what we're saying like to them. Please feel free to hit us up and let us know like how you feel about it as well. So the um, thing, okay, the thing about this beat, if anybody <clears throat> feels like we're being hard on it, is you can make a beat using that idea. But that can't be the whole fucking beat. Like, there's, and, and that's part of the, the problem you have when you have such a long album and you're somebody who's kind of like a narcissistic weirdo. Like, yeah. some of these beats, even though I said they're mostly solid, they feel like first drafts. They don't feel like he labbed the fuck out of these and like there's different iterations and he's trying all these different ideas. It's like he was yeah. fucking around the keyboard and it was like, bam, 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 bam. Okay, yeah, just gonna kill the kind of voice. This is it. And it's like, if, if the song went somewhere, it it could have been really hot. Agreed. 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 Um, for Lord, I need you, bro. This album is still going good choir though. Uh, I said, I'm bored. He really said the best collab since Taco Bell and KFC. He did say that he did say that. And that stood out in my mind and I chose to ignore it, but he did for a fact say that it was said. I heard it. Um, he he just shunned Pizza Hut and like Long John Silvers. So, I guess. Um, uh, for Pure Souls, this is one of the ones that I broke down several uh, in in two lines. So, what did you have? <clears throat> I put the song is super meh and the beat don't go hard enough. 
Got you. I put down super Chicago feel. I too had your bows. And then I said that organ going crazy afterwards because the organ breakdown when it was just the organ by itself. I was like, I'm feeling that. But everything else, I was like, eh, I can relate, but you know, I'm not, I'm not going to bust to this. I'm not skeeting to this necessarily. No skeet for you off that track alone. Uh, for Come to Life, I put down Piano Going Stupid. He's singing about writing utensils. Because I think he said something about putting it in pen and something, something, so on and so forth. I was like, he keeps saying that. He keeps saying something about writing something in pen. I was like, okay, cool. Uh, do not like, is that someone speaking in tongues? I'm good. Boom, there you go. For No Child Left Behind, what did you have? It's that Mori guy again. I hate this shit. Okay. And I said, this shit is still going. Um, and I came up with the phrase, listen, phrase listener's fatigue. Because at this point in the album, I was really just kind of done. I was doing it more so to discuss it and because I wanted to give it a chance rather than genuinely enjoying being there. 27 tracks total. Uh, for Jail Part 2. I said that it brought me back. I'm fucking with it again. And then I listened again, and, and then I was like, oh, the baby. I'm not fucking with it anymore. And that's that's what I put down for that. Especially because all the curse words are censored. So I was like, this is pointless to me. Uh, I put, does this need to exist? I, mm-hmm. And this is where I really just tuned out because, uh, I mean, these are literally, he just recycled four beats at the end of this album that's already too long exactly he put part twos and the part twos aren't like additional additional verses it's the same songs with like additional or different tracks i was like okay cool uh for oh no for okay okay part two what did you have Uh, i just put why are we doing this because it's the same song again got you and then i said i said different niggas still don't know who they are and then I heard the lady come on, and I said Wagwan. <laughs> that was that was it. Uh, for Junior Part Two, I put down mm again, and I said I want to hear. I want to hear it with bass. I want to be in a car and hear how the car might rattle from the bass. But that was it. <clears throat> uh, I put. Uh, this album was too long more than 10 tracks ago. Boom. Exactly. For Jesus Lord, part two, what did you have? I didn't this is the last track. It didn't yeah. deserve it. I, I made it through. I made it through and I put down, I made it through the album. This. Oh, yep. I made it through the album. The song was unnecessary. And then I kept listening. I said, nigga, is this Jada kiss? Yeah, this album long as fuck. We didn't need this. Never mind. After I, after Jadakiss came on, I said, wait, this is Jadakiss? Carry on. I'll let it slide. But I still didn't know who the other uh, niggas rapping on it were. See, I don't even know if I'm into Jadakiss. I, I was yeah. fatigued, and um, it, it's the same songs, and I, I was like, this doesn't even deserve a note. Like, what the fuck am I going to say? Yep, it's the same song again. I guess it's got Jadakiss on it now. Like, Exactly. There you go. So for the whole album, the notes that I did write down were... Uh, too many tracks. This shit is censored. Uh, bless you. Why did he not list the features? And then I wrote down religion bag 
and I wanted to save the idea of creating a religion and calling it the Church of Spitology with you, and we could potentially run it for the tax breaks. Uh, but that's how I felt. Overall, album, two out of five. <clears throat> yeah, I'd agree with uh, giving it a two. I think this is something that if you put on while you're doing something else and just let it go, it probably isn't going to bother you. Mm -hmm. uh, but is this the kind of album that you really want to actively listen to and pay attention to the lyrics and mm, you know revisit right. over and over again? I just think... Um, it's, it's just a, a bloated mess. I think he's he's just in a, a bad kind of mindset and he doesn't have enough people around him who will tell him no and or he's not going to listen to them. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing that I thought of is I, I really wish, you know, he had a lot of this like spoken word stuff up in here. I would have loved for him to include uh, the soundbite of him yelling at... Um, James the Rapper? Ganger. Yes. I knew it. I, I wrote that down. I was like, Chance is not on this album, which confused me because it's all about Jesus and God and Yahweh and so on and so forth and Jehovah and shit, but it, he's nowhere on there at all. And I actually thought to look up the soundbite of him yelling at Chance the Rapper after I listened to the whole thing. I was like, dude, damn. And I think the, the tone is a little weird because there's like a, like a handful of songs he's talking What the fuck? Where did you just go? That's crazy. We just lost Reggie. I don't know what happened. Damn. Damn. Uh, <laughs> give it a second. We'll be right back. Oh, uh, pre press record and I'll, I'll explain it. I just did press record. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, my camera died because I forgot to plug the USB uh, in to keep oh. it out. And apparently what this program does, like my audio is still working fine, but for whatever reason, when the camera cut off, it just like cut me. Completely. Okay. I got you. You look crispier um, now if it's any consolation, but I'm listening to you. So, um, yeah, I think uh, it, it's like he's, some songs he's talking about nothing, some songs he's talking about Jesus and stuff, some songs I guess are supposed to be have some sort of message it's just all it's convoluted half-baked ideas and i think it would have made sense to split this up into you know two or three different projects mm -hmm. it's like this idea that it's like i'm gonna throw a bunch of random beats on here but i'm Kanye, so they're gonna be good enough for the most part and then have a bunch of features i don't think that <clears throat> pace over everything enough and brings it together to make it like a real something that people want mm -hmm. no i agree with you it was it was i don't know what's happening are we seeing like individuals just putting 30 tracks together and calling it a day i don't because that's the thing i guess with that many tracks you're giving people like what they want a little bit but you're also giving people like what they don't need and it can just be a lot to deal with because we're gonna pick only a few tracks out of there uh, we in a generation of like you know TikTok, Vine, short video clips, like six second. Uh, yeah, I think you have to show restraint. Yeah, I, I think you know now you know it's it's easy for anybody these days to produce something like that because of you know access and affordability, and then you take it to the next level because these are rich, famous, successful people. 
Uh, you know, you can invite how many famous people to, to, to feature, how many collaborators for beats, right? Like, it, right. You, you could have a 60 track album, but should exactly. you, um, yes. you know, yes. and I'm somebody who thinks that albums should make kind of more of a comeback. And I, I, I grew up with albums and I like the idea of an album and it, it, it sucks to see that kind of go by the wayside, but I don't think this or, or Drake's uh, outing is really the answer. I don't, I don't think putting out something now that's more than 15 tracks is, is doing you any good as an artist. Agreed. Agreed. Unless they're really were... all fucking bangers that you cannot help but put out. Exactly. And these weren't even like 30, 27 tracks uh, and a chunk of them were skits like they used to be. These were 27 songs. <gasps> With the exception of the first track, which was just him or a lady saying Donda over and over again. So I guess if you want to count that as a skit, you can. But um yeah nah listeners fatigue that's that's exactly what that felt like so now my ratings i stand by what i said for my personal reasons and i feel like i explained why i felt that way uh if someone were to ask me like okay so you feel this way about this you're giving drake and kanye both two out of fives then what deserves more in your opinion j cole's 95 like not 95 south but i forget the name of his newest album but J. Cole's shit, I, I would give that a four out of five. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, here, I got my favorites out of there. But listening all the way through with no skips, um, both Isaiah Rashad and Tyler, the creator, most recent shit, I've listened all the way through. No skips whatsoever. And not only that, but I go back and I'm fascinated with listening to tracks together because I like the way that they blend or fade into one another you know there's no like interludes or anything but the production and the way it was mastered and everything it just seamless just seamless can listen to it and then before you know it you listen to the album all the way over again because you got it on repeat so i would give those two five fives out of five um i think drake and kanye just have they know what type of following they have so they've gotten to a point where they can do whatever they fuck they want and it's true because nobody's going to stop them but maybe uh we've all just become different people well well kanye specifically drake just on the same shit maybe i've become a different person in that regard um but i said what i said yeah the kanye fandom is interesting because it it feels like people really love to make fun of him and rag on him in general and call him crazy but at the same time everybody is like very thirsty for his like content and I guess like resurgence for lack of a better term. I don't feel like he's put out like super heat for like a while. Yeah. I'm not saying he's like he's done, he's washed or whatever, but right. it's weird to me that, you know, he was so hot. <clears throat> it, it's starting to be quite a long time ago at this point. And everybody wants to say he's a joke, but at the same time, he had not even an actual concert at Soldier Field. And that shit was probably sold out. Yes. And then remember everybody was talking shit about him and then he had it to Sunday service. That shit was sold yep. out. And I yep. think you're going to see the same stuff with this album. I think there's going to be plenty of detractors, uh, but there's going to be people like, hey, man, it's Kanye. He's, he's, he's exactly. So it's like, yeah, he got some that. ride or dies. They're going to stick with him. they just not going to go anywhere, you know? So shouts out to him. His concert ruined my family outing, by the way. Really? Was it like a parking situation or just being out in public situation? 
so the Shed Aquarium, I haven't been since I was a little kid, like going on field trip. They had, but they were doing free Thursdays for residents. And this was the last Thursday that you could go. And uh, because he, his thing was at Soldier Field, there was no parking. And the parking that's usually like 20 bucks was like 60 bucks. If you want to park in the lot. Mm-hmm. Now, like, this is not worth it. To no. That's rough. I hope y'all had a good time it's otherwise. Canceled. though. That's ass. Yeah, I want to see ass. some fucking fish. Thanks, Kanye. Thank you, Kanye. Exactly. Yeah, so we can have a listening party in a fucking football stadium. Football. With and bring out Marilyn, Marilyn Manson. Manson. What yeah. What was up with that? <laughs> what the fuck was that? I was like, what? where the fuck he come from? Or they. I don't know what Marilyn Manson's pronouns are right now. But I was like, yo, uh, the fuck? But yeah, nah. I can I could do without it. But I think uh, we should do this more often. This has been another episode of Spit Sessions, but the first time we've done first impressions on Spit Sessions. So I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it a lot. And if you're down with us and if you guys are down with listening to it again, uh, it'll get smoother and we'll be knocking them out a little bit more often. So it'll only happen sparingly. We not just—I I personally don't want to do like little reviews on people I don't really give a fuck about. You know what I'm saying? Like Dua Lipa. I'm not gonna be sitting here going track for track for some shit like that. I just don't. That's not my prerogative. But when I when we feel like it's relevant, I'm down with doing it. Yeah, Rosalia, her new album. We're gonna review that. Right. Like no no disrespect to Dua Lipa. I'm just saying like eh no. So. But that's pretty much it. You know what uh, I did? Uh, uh, real quick, you know what I did after I had to listen to this shit for homework? What'd you do? I listened to uh, Do or Die. Do or Die? You did? I think I'm listening to Project that, Pat. That album, Front to Back. Oh, yeah, and I, I put on uh, uh, Project Pat Yeti Green. Cause, you know, that's, that you was little my niggas. Yeah, y'all. These little niggas need to know who Project Pat is. I feel like that's very, very important, honestly. Especially when you got like uh, uh, Duke Deuce and uh, Key Glock and whatever else. All these other Tennessee niggas, like Three Six Mafia and Project Pat, and all of these other niggas are where they get that from. So please do yourself a favor and go back and do the research. It's a good time. But until next time, this has been another episode of Spit Sessions. Thanks for listening, and if you if you like that album, a hey, love to you, much love to you. I'm trying not to be aggressive, but I would like to hear what you're fucking with and your thoughts on it, because we're always open to discourse. Bye.